The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of Stories from the Sidelines. I'm Coach Larry. With me is Matt Keo. Matt, Matt, when are we going to start calling you Coach Matt? Like, are you are you going to be coaching I, a team pretty soon? I mean, I know you coach gymnastics, so technically I could. So be technically coach, coach but like, I don't you, want to be called Coach. No, no. You're not going to have the kids call you Coach. No. Really? Yeah. No, you got to go. With it's coach. not. It's not what I like. All right, so what are they just going to be, Mr. Mr. Keo, Mr. Key? Mr. K. Mr. K? Yeah. All right. That's what I go by. You could do the Coach K. No. That worked That worked pretty well for uh, one of the coaches. No. I, I'm not a big fan of Duke. All right. Coach Key. No, that sounds so stupid. <laughs> What's wrong with Coach Key? Coach Key? Yeah. No. Especially if you're a basketball coach, that'd be great. Coach Key. I can't coach basketball. I don't even know basketball. Listen, I didn't know basketball. It didn't stop me from coaching basketball. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. But um, listen, last week we talked about, uh, you gave me a, a movie tip, mm-hmm. Southpaw. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're coming in hot with Southpaw. I loved it. I, I thought it was great. Right? I really depressing. did. When you said it was depressing, I it, at one point during the movie, like I just kept thinking, I was like, "Dude, enough! Like, stop! Like, leave the guy alone! Like, they just kept hammering him, hammering him, hammering him." Mm-hmm. Um, I pegged it all wrong from the beginning. I thought it was going to be um, something where the wife wanted him to keep going, even though he was—he looked clearly past his prime. He looked yeah. clearly like had some the eye issues, the the head issues. I thought she was, and then once he left, um, she was going to leave him. Things started going downhill. I kind of thought that's where it was going, mm-hmm. but it got way. That would have been like that would have been like a fairy tale yeah. if it had gone that way. I mean, it got dark, dude. It got it was a gut punch. Like the first, first I mean, yeah, it was just a gut punch after gut punch. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no pun intended. I mean, again. The movie's in 2015, so do we have to say spoiler alert at this point? You already did. His All wife right. gets shot. But, yeah, the wife gets shot fairly which, fairly quickly, not, I like, right off the bat. I was not expecting. No, I was not expecting at all. I thought when the guy pulled out the gun, I thought maybe they were going to go down the road of, like, one of the boxers were going to get shot and he was going to get framed for it. Yeah. But, no, the shot... Uh, there's a struggle in the or struggle at a uh, like a charity charity event. event. Um, one guy from the other entourage pulls out a gun, uh, goes off. The wife gets shot. Um, she ends up literally dying in his arms. Um, just heart wrenching. Um, this came after the fact that he uh, he had just won another title defense, yep. um, and they were at a charity event. And you could tell though he was clearly at that point like. Like pretty punch drunk, like oh, yeah. like definitely not the smartest guy. He wasn't right. Uh, it wasn't right. Um, just it. 
he didn't need to be there. Also, you kind of look at it where the manager was uh, 50 cent. The manager was pushing for another fight, pushing for a three year deal, get him back in the ring. Basically, I, it, it really showed the darker side of just boxing and sports in general, where you get a manager, especially in the boxing world, and it's not all that uncommon, where just, hey, dude, get back in the ring. Yeah. I don't care if you're ready or not. Get back in the ring. That's a million dollars. That's $10 million. That's $5 million. Like, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Get back yeah. in the ring. And then his supporting wife was like, you don't have to do this. And then she gets shot. Yeah. She and wanted him to out, you know, retire. We we got enough. Um, and then you see his daughter just fall from graces. The daughter I felt horrible for. No, getting sent into, like, state custody. And the fact that I thought it was it – was, I guess poetic or whatever, the fact that uh, him and his wife both met in the foster care system. I mean, they were orphans, met in the foster care system. And, um, you know, he especially was, you know, worked that hard sacrifice to get out of that, give his daughter everything. And then she ends up in the foster care system. Not wanting to see him. Not wanting to see him. Um, He's dealing with drug and depression abuse. Yeah. Tries to kill himself and his daughter finds him on the floor. I mean, it was it was a nightmare. Oh my god. But uh I really I really like the way they finish it. And again, it you get the you get the cliched happy ending where he wins, he beats up the guy who's uh I forget what the guy's name was. I don't know. It some um but whatever. He beats up the guy who's uh Somebody in his entourage shot was the one who shot his wife in the mix-up. Um, 50 Cent is now his manager. Yep. He leaves him. Uh, stereotypical boxing Stereotypical ending, boxing but, ending. Uh, Forrest Whitaker, I thought he did a, a great job oh, as, yeah. as Eminem's, or not Eminem's, as Jake J- Gyllenhaal's Jones. boxing manager. Oh, yeah, great. Um, I thought that was great. Honestly, I thought those two really carried the movie. I mean, if you look, if you look at it from the outside, the plot was very cliched. It was very, we're going to beat him down. We're going to slowly build him back up. He's going to learn a life lesson. He's going to win his kid back, and then he's going to win the fight at the end. Yeah, very cliched. But I thought just those two really made it, which could have been like a forgettable movie, yeah. and really made it into at least for me. I thought it was a pretty memorable movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I thought first they're like, oh, wife dies, so it's just him and his daughter. And then they're like, nah, we're also going to take his daughter away. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay, so this is rock bottom now. Not only that, we're going to take his daughter away, we're going to take his house away. We're going to make it did have it did have Rocky in that sense where Rocky was a Rocky five where he lost his everything, lost his, lost his house. Had but he also been. he had his wife and kid. Though. Yeah. Um. So this guy, they literally they took everything. everything. Yeah. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal was ripped in that movie. Yeah, and then didn't you say he's he's getting ripped? Like apparently he's doing another UFC movie, or not he's, another, well, doing a yeah. UFC movie, another fighting movie, another fighting movie. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, my gosh, one of my favorite actors of all time, just because of the way he gets into character. Would you say he's an underrated actor? I'd I'd say he's an underrated actor. Very good. Oh yeah, but I don't think I don't think he gets the publicity that like maybe other other. Big time actors get. Yeah. Oh wait, he's doing a Roadhouse remake. What does Roadhouse have to do with the UFC? Or maybe that's going to be his. 
maybe he's a ex UFC fighter turned bouncer. So filming Jake Gyllenhaal's upcoming remake of 1989 Patrick Swayze film Roadhouse piggybacked onto the event of the UFC. So yeah, it's a Roadhouse remake. Okay, so with like a little bit of twist. Like I said, I'm guessing he's an ex UFC fighter who becomes a bouncer. I I guess look look how ripped he got for that role. Yeah. This was this year. He's in his 40s. Yeah, I think he's the same age as me. He's 42, I think. Yeah. 42, 43, somewhere around there. He just showed up to an actual weigh-in and did, did his weigh-in scene and then got into the octagon at the at the fight. And people are like, I know people are going to say, well, if you got that many millions of dollars. Dude, I don't care how much, how rich you are and how personal. You've still got to put in the work. Yeah, you I don't mean, get that ripped just from being rich. Oh, my. Well, I mean, you could. You could, but you still got to put in the work. Right. You regardless. Have to, yeah. I mean, if I'm getting paid millions of dollars to do that. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get ripped. Yeah. For sure. That, I mean, but it's. Uh, he uh, definitely doesn't have to. He doesn't have to deal with uh, teaching all day, coaching all day, and yeah. then coming home and trying to get in a two, three, four hour lift in your basement you know with you know whatever you can scrap together throughout the throughout yeah. the years you look at marky mark he's got a whole gym in his house yeah except marky mark's not acting anymore he retired he moved his family away from la because he wants his kids to grow up in not a corrupted area makes sense i commend it makes sense I mean, I mean, he could always go back to acting whenever he wants. He doesn't need he to. He doesn't need the money. No, he should just start remake. He should he should reform Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. I could see that. <laughs> Why not? That Why be, not? That would be a fun retirement. Do you think he'd work with his brother Donnie again? Maybe. Was Donnie in... Didn't Donnie do, like, just the background? Or not the... He didn't sing, but didn't he do, like, the uh, DJing or whatever with that? Or was it just strictly Marky Mark? I don't know, to be honest with you. I feel like Donnie was part of the Funky Bunch. Well, I'm trying. I found their Wikipedia right now. Okay, so Mark Wahlberg, Scott G, Hector the Booty Inspector. Oh yeah, DJ T, and Ashy Ace. Um, Ashy Ace. Yeah. Yep. That's. Um, Does he need like? Is he Ashy because he needs lotion? I like, guess. I don't know. So, I, I don't... Maybe he wasn't. Yeah, no. So, he's not part of the actual group, I guess. No. Oh, Donnie, boy. though, was the new kids on the block. Yep. Fame. He, the Grammy Awards, he was not, they were nominated for Best Rap Solo Performance. Man. In 93. Back in my day, was when music was music, we had the Funky Bunch... Best Dance Act they won at the Smash Hit Polls of 1992. That was the only award they got. What is the Smash Hit Polls? I don't know. The MTV Music Video Awards. Um, Do they still make music videos? Yeah. I know MTV doesn't play music videos. MTV stopped playing music videos a long time ago. Should MTV change their name? Yeah, because they're no I mean, longer music TV. Yeah, you... you I feel like they need to change the name. Or, or, fine, keep it MTV, but make the M stand for, I don't know, media, movies. Um, mixed TV. Mixed TV. Because it ain't music Or change TV. it to our TV, because isn't it pretty much all reality TV at this point? Yeah, it's like, you think of it like it's like the Jersey Shore, all that kind of crap. 
Yeah. Yeah, so not like trash TV. So T T T V T T V trash TV, man. I mean, at some point, uh, MTV has got to do something. They've got to rebrand. When did MTV stop being MTV? Like they, they were, they were definitely playing videos in the nineties. Oh yeah, I mean, um, you know, that's how um, everybody got introduced to Nirvana. Yeah, I want to say, I want to say maybe like early two thousands. They didn't totally stop, but they definitely they definitely started making a heavy switch over to like reality TV shows like um Road Worlds, Real World, Jersey Shore, all that type of stuff. It's at around two thousand one to two thousand two when MTV yeah. stopped playing music videos almost entirely. Or roughly. The only decent show that had music videos was Total Request Live. With Carson Daly. Yeah, and even then it didn't show entire videos. So it would show like quick maybe one minute clips. <laughs> so like two thousand one. And then they and then the they started MTV. then they started MTV two. Yep. Um, I remember that. Which was they they went back to just all videos. Yep. So MTV two would and then MTV two stopped playing all music videos. Which I don't understand. Like, music videos are sick. But I think also, like, I don't think, like, you know, they were still making music videos, kind of. But they weren't the same. No. Like, if you think about it. I do think music videos in general. Like, I think if you're a band, I don't think you're really coming out with the music video. No. Back in the 80s and 90s, that's, like, what sold your album. Oh, yeah. That, like, you would have the one single... And make it like a big music video, and then you would sell like your album sales from that music video. Yeah, I think the '90s was like the last big push of music videos, mm-hmm. and then after that, I mean, there are music videos, but it's not the same. You're not watching no. it for the video, and it's not even like they're not made the same way either. They used to be like actual. Well, I'm only thinking Michael Jackson ones, but like those were like actual like yeah, those were like yeah, those were video videos. Yeah, those were movies. That was yeah. No, the, isn't like the thriller one like 20 minutes long or something? I don't know if it's that long, but it's it's ridiculously long. I think the, it's like the longest music video. The full video with Vincent Price and everything. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a small little mini movie. Yeah, and they had, like, a full cast to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I can see why music, like, MTV stopped doing what it was meant to do. But it's kind of sad in a way. How long was it? It is. Well, I mean, now, again, I don't want to be that old guy on the uh, old guy in the porch, but, you know, music was just better back in my generation it was. 13 it, minutes. I'm sorry. Is that how long Thriller was? Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Yeah. No, you dude, you want to... Th- I, I thought about this today, and I was going to bring it up to you. I was like, you remember those... Because I passed by a playground. Do you remember those big wooden playgrounds? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Great, had, great idea. Terrible execution. We had one of those at our elementary school, Niagara Street Elementary School in Niagara Falls. Um, and we had the ones where the wooden bridge, like you would run, and it would, oh, like yeah. the chains would, like, yep. big towers and, like, yep. everything. They were great until when they started getting, like, around the year or two year old mark mm-hmm. and splinters, and, like, they just they I mean, started wearing and They're tearing. exposed to the, to the elements. They're wood. They're going oh, yeah. hot. 
Like, they became, like, actual hazards. But it just looked so cool. It was so pleasing, and it was so much fun. I was, I think I'm one of the last, like, I think I am, like, the last generation that I was able to experience those because they tore them all down. There's A no lot more. of them, yeah. In uh, fact, maybe all of them. They might have torn all of them down. There's no more, not that I can, not, not around here at least. No. Um, they were fantastic. And this was back in, like, they would have, forget, like, the rubber chips or whatever they have now. Chips. It was all wood chips. Like, oh, when yeah. you're going down, you're going down. <laughs> you're, get, like, you're getting splinters <laughs> everywhere, man. Uh, that's just, like, so. it's so, like, pleasing to look at them again because you could remember. They had a smell to it. It smelled like rotting wood, actually. Yeah, pretty much. But, but it was, but, like, they were so elaborate. Like, remember, like, they're so oh, elaborate. Yeah. They look like castles. Oh, it was great. You had the one, you had, like, rock walls on one side where you could climb up. You had the, the ladder thing that you can go down. You had ours at uh, Niagara Street had the the chain where you can go uh, cross the chain and then do the the hand thing on oh, the yeah, top. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the hand-to-hand over chain with the, where you're stepping on the bottom. I mean, it had the uh, teeter-totters. I mm-hmm. mean, it was legit. It yeah. had the – it had – I don't know if you've ever seen one of these. You know how they've got the tires, like the bigger tires? Yeah. They cut them in half, and they put them like – Like with uh, the bouncing side up? Yeah. Yeah. So you could either bounce on them, but they had one where it was like a big one where they had like a tunnel – like a tunnel made of tires. Oh, yeah, yeah, Where you yeah, kind of, yeah. like, crawl through. Yeah. It was really On cool. wood chips. <laughs> On wood chips. Yeah. No. Which was fantastic. I remember, like, because they had, like, those huge catwalks, too. So, like, back in the day, you'd have, like, the boys versus girl wars. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, that was, like, a huge, like, they got that side of the castle. So we're over here now. Yep. You'd get to the bridge. You would try throwing people off the bridge. Parents just sat there and could not have cared less. Mm-hmm. If your parents were even there, maybe you would just bike to the playground. I was going to say, what parents? <laughs> exactly. Nobody's parents were there. No. So if you got a splinter or something, you were uh... you pick. Yeah, I was going to say, forget a splinter. You'd pick up like a big like Chunk. just spear out of your leg. Like, dude, I'm fine. Yeah. Just oh, brush yeah. some dirt in it. You'll be good. Oh, yeah. No, those are, those are the – I feel like – you know, at at a certain age, playgrounds stopped being fun. But even as an adult, I feel like those wooden playgrounds still would have like been satisfying. Oh yeah, Clear, clearly. Oh, know. listen, I'm I'm 42 years old. If they made a, or if they had a wooden playground now, I'd be on it right now. Like I'm talking about like the old school ones. Oh, yeah. I'd be on it right now. Oh, yeah. In fact, I don't know if you ever did this. It was great over the summer. There'd be times we would bike there. We'd like. Fill up as many water balloons as we can, as we can, and we'd have like water balloon wars there. Oh, that sounds really. That was, fun. I mean, there were so many places you could hide, yeah. or you could duck behind, or yep. like make your fort. And it was great because it was, like you said, it was almost like a city. Yeah. Like you had one half, they had the other half. I mean, it was, oh, it was fun. <sighs> Greatest idea ever, but just you know, in Buffalo where it snows and rains and everything else, wood doesn't last that long. <laughs> no. No, nah. they lasted about as as much as like a wooden deck would in the back. Yeah, like yeah, you know, they were good for probably like five years, and then you started getting that. You went from like yes, it's a new playground to oh, it's like, and then after a while, like you're by the time you graduate, it's it's usually like ah, oh, dude, this used to look so nice. I don't, don't want to touch it. Yeah. I'm scared too. It's gonna hurt me. <laughs> like I'm getting, I'm getting a disease just being on here. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I miss that. I remember like my even my playgrounds at school were like 
kind of crappy. What elementary school were you at? I went to Ledgeview. Okay. They did a big remake after I left. But the one thing that I really hope, I think they got rid of, they had like three different metal, they were all metal slides. There was no plastic slides back in my day. They were all metal, exposed, sharp edges. And we had the fireman pole, and there was a post. It was a wooden playground. Not full wooden, but, you know, wooden based. There was a fireman post here coming down. There was an actual wooden post, that, like a stable, like a leg here, and then there was a metal slide. And people used to grab the edge of the slide and the metal bar of the fireman pole and run up the post and do backflips. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. That was a big thing. And it was, like, tucked away in the corner. So there was a bench where all the teachers used to sit, so they couldn't see. Well, I think it was, like, third or fourth grade. Everybody was over there. And this was back during the great girl-boy girl wars where, you know, <laughs> anytime you were out there, girls and boys would be – girls wouldn't understand what was going on, but the boys did. And, like, you know, if a girl touched you, that's it. You were, like, you were sent to jail and then the boys had to come. You know, some girls were cool and got with the game. Some girls were like, what are you doing? So, <clears throat> anyways, we're running around. All of a sudden we see this kid laying on the ground. Turns out he tried to do the backflip. But he went off to the corn, like off the side. Oh no! Whacked his head on the metal slide, cracked his head open. So this dude is unconscious. Like this dude is out. Yeah, and cracked his head open, bleeding. <laughs> well, that's why on I... wood chips. <laughs> well, at least they're you know soaked up the blood. I remember going back on our bus because there's only one road into the school and one road out. We were going on the bus, and as our bus was pulling out of the school, the ambulance was driving in. But that's one thing, though, that always, being a phys ed teacher, always annoyed me. When you would see the teachers out on the, uh, whether it was the playground or just in the field, they would just sit there with the chair There'd be like five of them because there'd always be like three or four or five classes out yep. in a row. They'd just sit there, be gabbing away, usually from like, I don't know, sometimes from as far back as like 10, 15 yards away mm-hmm. from even the start of the playground. They'd be like basically having their coffee break. Oh, yeah. While the kids are just running around. And as a phys ed teacher, you're taught like that's like that's, that's like a huge no-no. <laughs> yeah. Like you're taught never to leave kids unsupervised in any equipment area mm-hmm. like even when they're playing you're within like you know you have feet. to be like eyes watching and these teachers are just like eh, like not looking at them not like just i mean and they're going nuts and it's not like a regular phys ed class of mm-hmm. 20 25 kids yeah even when you double like 40 50 kids you're talking there's sometimes like 60 70 80 90 kids there's like three or four classes easy yeah. Out at a time. They don't care. Well, that's the thing, too. Well, <coughs> they're in the classroom the entire time, so they're not ex- – I don't want to say they're not trained, but they're not aware that, you know, they t- let them out of the classroom. They're like, oh, this is their time to blow off some steam. Yeah, but it always bothered me, too, and it always bothered me when you get the – you'll get the phys ed classes that will, like, come down to the gym – and just give them free time, yeah. especially during the winter time. And yeah. they'll go through and they'll use the equipment. And they'll use this, 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 this. You'll get some classes that will put everything back. <laughs> some that won't. 
Yeah. Most that won't. And I just always thought, like, as a phys ed teacher, how would you like it if, like, I just brought my class into your classroom, started screwing around with your laptops, started messing around with your tablets, just throw papers around your desk while you're in there, just not, oh, I'm just taking my class in here. I'll be fine. And then just leave. Yeah, like, no, it's, like, it's not the on. same, and people are like, oh. it's just phys ed. I remember we used to have the big, like, bag of, like, balls, like, kickballs, footballs, soccer balls, all this kind of, like, equipment and stuff that the fifth graders would always have, and back in the day, we used to, um, you know, when you, it was your time for PE, or not for PE, for, like, recess, you'd, like, run out and go grab it. Um, we, uh... <laughs> My so it was like third, third or fourth grade. I had um, we had this big uprising for some reason, and we played dot. We would play dodgeball, like impromptu dodgeball outside. And um, let's just say that there was a lot of injuries that occurred because teachers weren't doing anything. So the big kids organized a game of dodgeball and the big kids which all, is a no-no yeah the big kids were all playing against the little kids of course and the little kids all like didn't know what to expect so they're whipping these balls at it. and like you know kids are getting black eyes bloody noses broken noses kids are like running and getting like socked in the face and then the, the teachers they're like oh crap like Something bad is happening. So they try to break it up, but the chaos has already ensued that they can't. Yeah. So after that day, they stopped letting us play dodgeball. Period. Ever. In school. Which is smart. <laughs> but, like, you know, the teachers were just sitting there waiting for something bad to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it happened. And it does. I mean, I don't care how good of a class you have. Oh, if yeah. the more kids... And if you give them and let them do whatever they want, kids are going to be kids. Kids are going to abuse it. Kids are going to do stupid stuff. That's why you're getting paid to watch them. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm like, well, this is this is recess. This is my time for break. Like, no. No, it's not. No, it's not. And that's what I think teachers, I, I love it when they say, oh, well, we're, we're supposed to have recess. Recess is not mandated. No. Recess is basically you don't want to teach right now. Yep. So you have put a half an hour of break time in your schedule. Yep. And like, like, I get it. You need a break. But don't give me this recess is mandated. Recess is not mandated. Can I, can, um, can we come in the gym and just run around for 10, 10 minutes? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, I've got a class, but don't worry about my class. You just come in and run around. Are you using Are you using the auxiliary gym? No. Can we borrow some of your equipment? No. No. <laughs> That's why I'm just gonna. I need. I this. just. I, I just want to do. I want to put out like a, a a TikTok or YouTube video, or whatever, of just me as a phys ed teacher coming into an unsuspecting teacher's classroom. Like, oh, you don't need this textbook, right? You don't need this cart, this laptop cart, right? I'm just gonna start borrowing this stuff. Don't worry, I'll give it back to you in two to three weeks. It'll be fine. Is the, is the equipment room unlocked? Yeah. Why? Is your storage room unlocked? I I I need. I'm just gonna start. You know, grab some coffees and we you got, know. We got we got we got recess today. Why? It's pouring rain outside. But, you know, we want to play mumball. Why? <laughs> How about you play like just learn more? Yeah. Like why don't you play like oh? You're let's... always well. We don't have time for the ELA exam. We don't have time. Well, you know what? If you took out that 
45 minutes of recess that you use each day, pretty sure that would probably give you enough time for it. Yeah. I got to stop talking because if any teacher, if anybody in my school, they're just going to smack me. But it, it, it is It is what it is. Yeah. But, yeah. Or then you'll get the obligatory, well, you don't really teach. You just teach phys ed. Like, dude, try my job. Go ahead. Try I, every time try I come it. in here, you're just playing games. Do you know how hard it is to organize this stuff to play a game? You just see the good part. Yeah, I was going to say, you see the good part. You don't see me coming in 45 minutes early every day to set up the class. Yeah. And then when have to reset up the class when you guys come in for recess. Yeah, it's like I, you have to do one thing. Like you have a piece of paper and you hand it out to the kids. I have to reset the entire gym every period. <laughs> yep. And not only that, you've got to do grades for what, 25 kids? I've got to do grades for, I don't know, the 225, yeah. 300 kids. But uh, all right. So would you like to teach swimming? I love teaching swimming. I think we've had this conversation. I don't know how I'd feel about it. I love like. teaching swimming. I'm not going to lie. I was super, because our school has a great pool. Um, in it, we've got probably in Buffalo City, other than City Honors, we've got probably the best swimming pool. It's it's fantastic. Um, but I I was very apprehensive the first year teaching like an actual swim class. Yeah, I don't care what we go we go grades four. We don't start swimming till fourth grade, so we go grades four to because we're in a K to eight building. So we'll do we'll do swim from four to eight. Um, wow. I didn't start going swimming until sixth grade. Really? See, I was in Niagara Street. We had a pool. We started in third grade. But I loved it. Not only that, you'll get, like, sometimes you'll get a seventh grade class, eighth grade class, like a middle school class that doesn't want to do anything or are, like, out of control in the gym. You take them into the pool, and they work phenomenally for you. Because you'll get the ones that, yeah, they won't go swimming, but they'll just... All right, you're sitting down here and you're doing a paper or whatever that I'm telling you to do or reading a book and doing a book report. But the ones that even if they don't listen for you in the gym, when they get in the water, they listen. Maybe they're afraid of drowning or something, but whatever. (laughs) But they listen and they follow the rules and it is so much easier to control a class in the pool than it is in the regular gym. Interesting. I love it. Speaking of pools and speaking of teachers – I ran into uh, I ran into BB the other day. Really? Yeah. When I was Scott at Scott BB. Yeah, when I was at Clarence. Scott Russell or Russell Scott? Is it Russell Scott or Scott Russell? I don't know. I, just I think it's BB. Russell Scott BB. I just I was walking. It was my off period, and I was walking around, and he was running up the stairs. Were you subbing phys ed? No. Who were you subbing? Uh, I was in English, I think. Um. But I was walking around and he ran up to me or he was running by me and he was like right by the pool area, actually. And he was like, hey, and like because he says that to everybody. (laughs) But then he turned around and like actually recognized who I was. I was going to say, did he know who you were? Like it took him a second. But then he was like, hey, hey, (laughs) I was like, hi, how are you? (laughs) Dude, how is that subbing in your old school? I love it. I absolutely love it. Do you it. get, like, still some of the younger, like, they would have been, well, no, everybody, no, everybody would have graduated by now. Do you get anybody's, like, you know, younger siblings yep. or whatever that, you, that you've that bumped into? Oh, yeah. Um, and um, 
because I was a big music kid, I love subbing for the music classes because I'd go in and like they think that I'm not anything or like I don't know what I'm doing. But then it's like I'm in that picture, that picture, that picture, that picture. I'm on that wall out there. Like the teachers – like I would walk in and one of the teachers, like the head of the music department is like one of my really good friends. And he walked in and he saw me. He's like, Keo. And I'm like, hi. And he like looks at this class and he's like, do you know who this is? <laughs> you guys are lucky to have him here. Oh, yeah. No, but it's great. I love just being in the school because like I love subbing for teachers that I had. And then the students will sit down and be like, oh, we have a sub. And I'm like, oh, you don't like so-and-so? They're like, no. And I was like, oh, well, I had her back when I went here. They're like, you went here? And then they, I'm like, all right, now I'm instantly. You made a, that connection. I'm, I'm a different level with these. I'm not just a regular sub anymore. Yeah. Um, so I really, I really enjoy being a Clarence. I try to do it like almost all the time. Either at the middle school. Middle school is a little different because, you know. Middle school age is let me tell you when i when I first started teaching i thought I thought I wanted high school I thought listen i'm going to be a high school phys ed teacher that's going to be the pinnacle that's like you know that's like you made it that's like yeah. a pro then I was like, all right well, if I can't get there, maybe I start at the middle school level. I want nothing to do with elementary. I was like elementary is going to be just you want can I tell you very quickly I flip flopped right off the bat. I was like elementary is the way it is then I'd go high school. Middle school. Middle school's rough. Middle school sucks. Middle I school I don't know what happens, and I would like to say that this didn't happen to me when I got in like sixth grade, but something happens to by the time you're like halfway through fifth grade, until I don't know. Sometimes you settle down in ninth grade. You just it a, a switch flips, and you just become a dick. Yeah. Like you just become an a hole. Yeah, I know it's it's rough. Remember, I had sixth grade boys at camp, and that mm-hmm. was fifth grade going into sixth grade. So I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's maybe it's just all those hormones. You're just you're especially with the boys. You think like, yeah, I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm a man. You know the sweet spot. I think so. In elementary school, sweet spot. I think is fourth grade. Third, third, third to fourth grade. Third to yes. fourth grade is the sweet spot yes. for, for for elementary school. Absolutely. Um, for high school, I feel like so like tenth and tenth and eleventh. Yeah, tenth and eleventh because tenth they're not new, and then eleventh they're so bogged down with so much stress that they don't have the time to be jerks. Yeah. Um, seniors by the time, seniors, especially seniors aren't jerks. They just don't care. Yeah. I was going to say, especially with phys ed, and especially after the 20 weeks when by that point you're accepted to colleges, yeah, your grades care. have – rankings have closed. All you got to do is pass. Yeah. Um, then in the phys ed world, you get the I don't want to do anything, and it shows. Yep. Yep. So I'd say like the middle – but for for middle school, it's seventh grade. Out of mm-hmm. out of middle school, eighth grade, they're so excited to go into freshman year that they're kind of like they well, they're the king of the school. Yeah. So they have like that like kind of chip on their shoulder. Seventh grade, they're not the king of the school, but you know, like they're they're it depends. If it's early in the year, they're still sixth grade mentality. But towards the end of the year, they're more like we're about to be eighth graders. Yeah. So I mean, there's like kind of like a change in heart. 
Middle school though is just really rough in general. It's it's, it's rough. I I've subbed for sixth, seventh, and eighth grade in middle school. It's rough. I yeah. So it's like, have you subbed any elementary yet? No. Really? I'm not gonna lie. My confidence for eighth for middle for <clears throat> for <clears throat> middle. <clears throat> You'll get it right. Elementary, elementary school. school. There we go. <laughs> now maybe I see why you're not subbing at elementary school. You can't even say it. <laughs> my sub my middle school my elementary school i really have a tough time talking sometimes take five my elementary school confidence is not what it used to be now have you subbed like any of the elementary like not just the classroom but like not even elementary phys ed elementary music nope. art anything nope. see i loved and i i subbed a lot in clarence i subbed a lot in williamsville um I loved subbing at Harris Hill. Harris Hill Elementary, I, I loved subbing there. Um, but even ele- any of the elementary schools, I did a lot. Most of the time when I was in elementary school, I would do the phys ed. But um, is Hope still calling the subs? There's no calling anymore. Oh, is it all the automated system? See, when I was subbing, it used to be uh, Hope. I forgot what her last name was. Um, but she used to be the person who would call you up. She'd call you up in the morning or late at night. Hey, do you mind? I know you're phys ed, but do you mind doing art or do you mind doing a third grade classroom? Really cool lady, awesome lady. Um, especially after you, you know, you got to know her or after you were there for a little bit, she, you know, she'd kind of know what you wanted to do, what you didn't want to do. But um, it was, I always loved subbing. At the elementary level, even in the classroom, I didn't mind it. I wouldn't prefer to go in there, but she usually if she'd like, you know, do you want to do a first grade or a kindergarten? I'd be like, I'll take it. But if you have something else, can you switch me? Because, dude, I did kindergarten and first grade in the classrooms. Those were long days. Those were rough days. Mm-hmm. Like the one I, I think I said this before. My very first sub assignment was a five in Williamsville. I think it was in Williamsville. Was a five day um, kindergarten assignment. So I was a kindergarten teacher for five straight days. I would come home every night. I'd be in bed, like I don't mean like in bed. Like I mean like passed out asleep by like seven o'clock. Like I'd come home. I think I was coaching, or maybe yeah, I was coaching. I would come home. Um. I think I was coaching. Was I coaching that first year? I think maybe I was coaching at Cleve Hill. But anyways, I would come home and I'd go to practice and I'd be like wiped. Even on the, I would just come home and I would, I'd be exhausted. I was living with like Mark Rob, like a couple room, uh, you know, my roommates. They were like, dude, we're going out here. We're going to here. Like, no, no, I'm going to bed. Um, How did you go about teaching that? Like, did she provide lessons or something? Yeah, they would, they would provide lessons. And a lot, I mean, there are teachers that, their lessons weren't always the greatest. But no, they would tell you, um, a lot of the elementary teachers, they'll say like, all right, from 11 to 11.30, you're doing blah, blah, blah. From 11.30 to, to 12, 12.30, you're doing math and it's these pages. You're doing English and it's whatever. So it was all laid out. Yeah. It wasn't like phys ed plans where, all right, today, basketball. Tomorrow, hockey. Like, they were, it was legit lessons. <laughs> you sound like a caveman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so no. thank God, because if not, I wouldn't. See, and here's the thing. 
nowadays, like if you're subbing, it is a hundred percent different because like I go in if I'm subbing for like middle school sixth grade math, which I had to do for, I walk in. Everything's online. Everything's on Schoology. I just be like, go on your Schoology, open up this folder. You're gonna do these assignments. Yeah, at that yeah. point, you're just a babysitter. Oh my gosh, I just sit there. I don't know what to do. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. There are times I start looking up obituaries. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like you know? there, there are times, especially like um, anytime I had to sub for a technology course, whether it was middle elementary or sorry, middle or high school. Or even if I was in music, if I knew I was in music, I was like, all right, it's going to be study hall. It's going to be a study hall or it's going to be you'll get the chorus kids that will come in. Well, can we sing? Can we practice it? Like, yeah, go ahead. And I would usually just go over with my newspaper that I brought in and just read the newspaper while they're singing. Um, Speaking of which, there's a subbing position at mid, at the middle school on Thursday for band. Do you think I should pick it up? Do it. Might as well. I don't see why not. Do it. Middle school band? Yeah, why not? I, I can't conduct band worth it. What does Clarence pay for sub now? 135. Damn. Uncertified. For certified, it's 145. Damn. That's that's fairly common around school districts. Did you know what I was getting paid as a sub? 60? 90? 90. 85. A day? 85 a day. I'd kill myself. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I just accepted it, Larry. I'm going to be the band teacher at middle school on Thursday, and I really hope he's not expecting me to be able to conduct. Listen, you were just talking about, like, you're a band god. What? You're you're a music god, band chorus. It's like the same. I can't conduct music. Do it. I can't. Just wave your arms. Conduct. Like, just start waving around. There's there no go. way he's expecting somebody no. to be able to conduct. No. It'll probably be, um, it'll it'll just be like a study hall. Probably. Or it might be, all right, play this or have them warm up or have them do this. or Yeah. Or I love it when you'll get the teacher, you'll get the teachers that these are the kids that, like, let them you know, help out. These are your helpers. These are the good kids. Yeah. These are the kids to stay away from. Yeah. I, when I did, um, when I did, when I did my chorus in high school, I, the teacher I was subbing for did like the, the elite choirs. I walked in first period. They had me go cover BB actually for phys ed. And then I came back for the choir and they had a student conductor. They had somebody who took attendance for me. They just gave me a sheet. I just sat there. Same thing with the flag for the other choir. It's just, oh, yeah. yeah. That was great. Oh, there are your easy days where you're not doing anything. And then there are your days where you come in thinking you're subbing for just phys ed or just Spanish and or whatever. They, yeah. And then they'll say, well, okay, we need you to cover you're this for fourth period. Yeah. You cover this for seventh period. I absolutely hate those days. Yeah. And, and you know, out of the school districts that I sub for, I have one that I prefer and one that I don't because of mainly that reason. And, you know. But as a sub, you've got you've to take them. Especially if it's a especially if it's a school that you want to make a good impression on, yeah. and you know, especially if you know, but like, all right, 
there's going to be two openings or three openings in the next two years here. I've got to, I've got to play the game. I've got to pucker up. I've got to, yeah, you need me to cover fifth period. Sure. You need me to have, well, I never, I never say no. Oh no, you can't. No, they give me the stuff, but like, I know for a fact that one tends to have more subs, so I won't have to worry about it. Yes. Than the other. And, you know, so it was, yeah, I would remember like going in and, oh my gosh, the worst is covering for CSE meetings. Yeah. Uh, Where you're for like, for like 50, 50 minutes on one person. And as soon as they come back, I got to go somewhere else. Yep. And you're like, five different subjects all in one or six yep. different subjects yep. in the same day. And like sometimes the teacher doesn't even know that they're going. Yeah. So then they're like, oh, well, just have them do this, I guess. It's like, okay. Um, there, And then you get those subs that like you look at their schedule and they have like a pl- like two planning periods or they have like a planning period and then like a study hall, but only on certain days and then like a lunch. So you have like two hours off. The last place I subbed, I subbed for chemistry, my old chemistry teacher at Clarence last Wednesday. I came in. It was a C day. So she didn't have anything fourth, sixth, eighth, and ninth. Yeah. And then a lunch involved in that, too. And those are the best ones. Like, if you've if you've had them once or twice. You know what schedules if, you want. Yeah, you see on there, you're like, oh, dude, I'm taking that all day long. Um. Oh, the ones with student teachers that you know have student teachers? Yep. There'll be times now, especially with some of the teachers around the, the high school. Like if I had, um, you'll get some uh, that'll have like back-to-back, like third and fourth period off or whatever. Yeah. Or if it's a nice day, I'll just go outside and go for like a walk around. Like I'll walk down to uh, Spalding, uh, was it Spalding Lake? Yeah. Or like I'll just walk around for a little bit. Just, oh, yeah. You know, it's a nice day outside. I've got about an hour to kill, hour and a half to kill. Let me just go for, or I'll go to the, I'll I'll go to uh, walk around the track, or I'll go find the phys ed guys and see what you know what they're doing. That's what or, I do at Eden. If I'm off, I will okay. I go just go down to the um to the phys ed area, and most of the time I just hang out, or I just like play around with the the classes that are going on there, and you know phys ed guys, they're really really good, they're really nice. I I, I they I treat they treat me like. Like their own, which I appreciate, and like they very they, they talk to me about like professions, professional stuff. They think my name is Keto <laughs> or Kino. So one says Keto. Them? No. So this this has been going on <laughs> since I student taught there in in October. So I walked in first day with my stu- with my mentor teacher, and he's like, "Hey, this is Matt Keo. He's my student teacher." And they're like, keto. And I was like, huh? <laughs> cool. Cause like at that point, like I was new. I didn't want to like, like, so I was like, you, sure. almost, you almost feel like, like, sorry, that's not like you, you feel badly correcting them yeah. because they butchered your last name. So, and then I started subbing there and I always sub when I see phys ed because I love subbing with those guys. And they're like, keto. And I'm just like, yeah. Like at that point, I just go, like, with it. you are keto. So, 
one of the teach one of the teachers, he lives off near the lake, and he told me he was like, "Yeah, I have like this big Fourth of July party. You should come by this year." I'm like, "Yeah, definitely." And I told my girlfriend, I was like, "Listen, if we go to this and they say keto, just go with it. Go with it. <laughs> like, Don't like, correct them. Like that is just who I am at this area." And I was like, realistically though, if I ever wanted a job at Eden, and they saw me on the thing, they're like, "Ah, keto. That's like who's this? Or they they see it, they're like keto. I don't know who this is. Where's keto? Keto? I thought you and you applied." Or you like it during the interview? Or like, hi, I'm Matt Keo. I mean, Matt Keto. Depending on who's on the board. <laughs> no, I know. Like, you know, I know Eden's not looking for anybody anytime soon. So yeah, it it is. But you know, there's an elementary school position opening up at, at Clarence next year. Who's leaving? Is Lair finally going? No, uh, no, Clarence Center. Lair's at Clarence. Lair's at Clarence. Oh Center. yeah, yeah. Then yeah. He finally, he's finally going? Mm-hmm. Have they put it up on Winnie Rick yet? No, because they're first doing it internal. Ooh, that leaves you out. That stinks. I know. But well, wait, then who's going to switch from... If somebody's switching... Then they'll there. post that job. Yeah. Well, they always... Every school does it internal. They right. have to do an internal post first. Yeah, so it's not, um, it's not on Winnie Rick yet. I checked today. But do you know if there's anybody... Like, I'm sure you know the phys ed staff. Is there anybody who's looking to go there? Yeah, for the phys ed staff. Mm -mm. So it'll it'll be open. Mm -hmm. Um, Clarence Center's only like 10 minutes away from my house. I was going to say, I could bike ride to Clarence Center. (laughs) Um, Who's the other teacher there? I can't. I don't know. uh, I didn't go to McLaren. Are you in with uh, Mr. McLaren? He coached, uh, swimming was his big thing. Oh, yeah. Well, I know who he is. Yeah, big guy. Yeah. Um, Well,. Although he might be getting ready to leave pretty soon, too. No, wait. Lair was the football and basketball coach. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it's McLaren who's leaving. Really? I, I wonder if they're both leaving then. No, only one's leaving. Lair's got to be. Lair has to be, like, out. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not saying that in a bad way. But he's, I mean, he gave up coaching football. About four years ago, five years ago, and at that point, because you lose money, it's because when you retire, they take your top three salaries out of your last five years. So if you gave up football, you gave up basketball, that's a big chunk of your salary that's coming off. So that's why you typically, you'll see teachers that will typically, um, if they know they've got three, four, five years left, they'll start adding any kind of coaching, any kind of extracurricular, um, whatever, to their salary so that they can get that salary bump towards their pension. Yeah, I don't know. But I know somebody from Clarence Center is retiring this year. And I have a lot of friends within the school district of Clarence that they said use me as a reference. So that's positive. Um, so, but yeah, it's not a winning work yet. It should be coming up soon. Usually, usually end of April, beginning of May is, when the is where a lot of. I mean, I, I, I know Starpoint had a couple posted before. I don't know if you saw them. Um, Maybe I applied to an Amherst one. Amherst had one that was at Smallwood, right? Yeah, I didn't hear anything back from them. So. No, they usually get back late. Like, don't be surprised if Amherst doesn't even get back, doesn't even start the interview stuff till the summer. Really? They sometimes go late. Even, believe it or not, even Clarence. Like, don't be surprised if... Don't they have to do, like, you teaching in the classroom before they 
hire some you? do, some don't. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Some will. Some will. Some won't. Okay. Because yeah, I don't know. Because I I was getting mixed rev- mixed reviews of like, oh, like usually you hear like a couple days right after the deadline closes or like, sometimes, but then sometimes they take their time. Sometimes, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's a little promising, but yeah, um, I was just told that definitely um, towards the end of April, early May is when a lot of postings should yeah. be popping up. Yeah, like they'll be popping up soon. Okay, so definitely check. Lewiston had one. I don't know if you saw that. No, um, I'll check again. Lewiston had one. Um, like I said, I know Starpoint had There's one. There's a lot of adapted ones. There's an adapted summer position. I think it was at Williamsville. I saw that. I don't have adapted though. Yeah, but I don't think you need it. I think yeah, it'd be. You do. I think it'd be it'd be preferred or recommended, but I think they you could still do it. Hmm. And the other problem was like there was supposed to be one at Hamburg, like a PE positioning opening up at the high school. There was supposed to be one at Hamburg, hmm. but. The only posting they're posting for, and it's not even a Winnie Rec anymore, was for um athletic director. So my thought was they were probably looking for an athletic director because they want that athletic director to move up. To, yeah. To move up. And then they also like Kurt would be a good person to talk to about that. Yeah. Well, because I also have some friends in the Hamburg School District, and they told me about that. But they're like, oh, why don't you just apply for the athletic director? I was like, because you need administration. You need your your admin. And I was like. It wasn't always like that. Really? It wasn't always. I'd say. I think they really made a push for that or made it. I don't know. Made it mandatory. I want to (sighs) say probably like 2007, 8, 9 is when they really wanted. They really made it an admin position. So it is admin, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Most schools, a lot of times, it was, you could either, like, they would kind of give it to a phys ed teacher and just give it, like, a stipend. Or they'd say, all right, well, you're going to be, you're going to be part-time teacher, part-time AD. Okay. You know, so you're only teaching, like, maybe ACE days and BDF days. You're, you've got no classes. Yeah. So that you can focus on your AD stuff. Gotcha. Um, I mean. Which some school districts still do. But usually they just they'll still make you they'll still make you have your admin, and at that point I don't, I'm like obviously I don't think I want to do admin for a long time if any time. Yeah, it's it's tough gig. Well, that's like that's always you're always working. Yeah, there's no summers off. No, there's no depending on the position, but usually athletic director, you're it's a twelve month gig, and that's that's a lot. You have to deal with every sport team you got. Yep. So, especially, like, if you're at a big school. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's that's not something I'd look towards any time in the future. Maybe, like, when I'm older and burnt out of teaching, maybe I'll just switch to admin. But Yeah. But I'm getting to that point now. <laughs> but anyways. Do you think you'd ever go into admin? I don't know. Part of me would like to. Another part of me would be like, that's a, that's a, that's a lot of work. Right. Um. But at the same time, it'd be a different kind of work. It'd be almost like a different kind of coaching. You'd be coaching the coaches. You'd be setting up <laughs> facilities. You'd be setting up. See, I, I, I like doing the scheduling side of it. I'd like doing um, the hiring side of it. Yeah. You know, some of the other stuff, like making sure all the coaches have their certifications up to date, making dealing with, you know, if you've got a problem coach here or if you've got a problem team here or if you've got busing issues, that could all definitely be a pain in the butt. But yeah, I wouldn't mind it. Would you say you were like a teacher? Because I know some people. I know a lot of people actually. Like um, one of the person who used to um, 
uh, teach with Megan at Niagara Weefield is now the athletic director at Eden. Oh, okay. Back uh, Jason Iwanko. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he went from teacher to admin. Would that, like, so say you, like, you got, like, 15, 20 years of teaching, then you switch to athletic director. The tier that you're at with teaching, do you think that transfers over? Or is that, like, completely different? Is that only for teaching? And then, like, if you go to admin, you're, like, a different standard for, like, pay rate and all that stuff. You mean, like, oh, it's for salary? Yeah. Yeah, there's a different there's different salary stuff. So you'd lose the steps you gained as a teacher to go into they, admin. Yes, but they wouldn't. I'm sure they you wouldn't, wouldn't start at the. You beginning. wouldn't start you at the bottom. Okay, I'm I, sure you can negotiate that. But yes, there is a, there's a different salary step for admin, salary step for teachers, teacher aides, sub teachers, all that stuff. Okay, I was curious about how that worked if it transferred over because, like, ideally, what's the What's the benefit? Do the like the benefits outweigh the? Yeah, that's where you'd have like to get. That. Yeah, um, you would lose your seniority though. Like really, because you'd start new in a different position. Yep, and that happens. Ooh. That happens even like let's say you were you were teaching phys ed yeah. for fifteen years, and then all of a sudden you wanted to become a music teacher. You would lose if you switched over to music. You would lose all your seniority. You would go from being maybe top of the top of the totem pole in phys ed to all the way at the bottom. Of, wow. of music. In fact, I think you would have to, you would have to start over and get tenure. Like you would lose your tenure, and you would so have you'd to be get in a probation period again. Yeah, you would have to get tenure for music. That's really even if it's in the same school district. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Don't quote me on that one, but I know because well, because I know uh, a teacher in our building. She was a sixth grade teacher forever, had tenure. She just she went and switched to ESL. She didn't lose any of her stuff. Like she yeah. she kept her same salary and everything. It kept going up, but she had to go and she had to get her tenure again for ESL. That's crazy. Interesting. A lot of things. A lot of moving parts. You always have to be thinking about. Listen, ab- absolutely. I mean, ideally, if I was ever to switch gears it would not be for a different subject of teaching now some districts not all of them some districts consider health and phys ed different tenure tracks so some districts like if you're a health teacher yeah and you want to slide into like if a phys ed position opens and you want to slide there you'll have to get tenure all over again what if you're half phys ed half health that's where it gets tricky. I, I, I don't know. Um, I think you'd have to you'd have to tell the district like, listen, I want this towards health or I want this towards phys ed. So, like that, I think it would be like, all right, I'm a phys ed teacher, and a, I've got one or two health classes, or I would think, oh, excuse me, I got the hiccups here. I would think at that point. Like if you're whatever you're heavy at, like if you if you've only got one health class a day, then you're on the phys ed track. So so the more class, like the majority of classes you have in a certain subject, you would be considered that. So yes. if you're more of a health teacher, but you cover like maybe one or two phys ed classes, then you're classified on the health. Track. You're classified as a health teacher. Yeah. Okay. Now there are some school districts that lump health and phys ed all on one tenure track. Okay. But not all of them. Even though they want – so that's the thing. They, If they don't clump it together, most schools nowadays require you to have dual certification. They won't hire you without phys ed or without health. Right. But they'll still put you on separate tracks even though they want you to have both. Yeah. Interesting. 
Do you you have health, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Because I was gonna say well, you're. So like, I applied like I applied for the cert in both, and I got recommended for both, and I took both tests. So yes, I just have to wait until I get that actual certification, like proof. Oh, do you not have your phys ed cert, like official cert yet? No, I'm waiting for it. Okay, because I paid for it and I applied for it. I just don't. So you're just it. waiting for the paperwork to be approved or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and I hate. How they make you pay for both. So I had to pay for health yep. and I had to pay for phys ed. What is the cost now? I think when I 50. was. Okay. Each. I was going to say. Yep. Yeah. So I had to pay. So it's the same. Yeah. So I'm just waiting. It sucks. Yeah. But I mean, you've. I got it. Got it. I have the passing test scores. I have the recommendation from the school. It's yeah. Just... I think for me, I think it was back then. I think it was eight to ten weeks oh. until you act until it actually came in. But again, you all you have to it do. It comes in, but it will be approved on your teach count before then, right? It should uh, I can't remember, but I th- maybe I know all. Uh, it it didn't affect me with subbing. All I would do. Oh no, it doesn't affect me with subbing. No, and that's all I would do is I would show them. You know, applied for teaching at in June, May, whenever it was. So, like I I graduated in May of o two. So it didn't, like, by the time September came around, I mean, I subbed a little bit towards the end there, but by the time September came around, I had already had it. So Your I already, certs. yeah, I already had the cert, it was mailed home or whatever. Well, like, so when I applied for that Amherst position, I, I emailed the person who, like, you're, in, like, applying to, and I said, hi, like, I have all my recommendations, I have all my test scores, I'm just waiting for, like, my cert to come in, but I applied for it, like, can I show you proof of, like, my application for the certs? And they're like, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. They usually they usually don't care because worst case, if you are hired and you can't prove it, well, you're not getting the job. Right. They're just going to go on to somebody else. Yeah. So. Yeah. So like the same thing with like subbing. If you're uncertified, you get one thirty five. You just have to prove have that proof of certification. They'll bump you up to one forty five. Yeah. Man, how things have changed. I know. It's because after the pandemic, to be honest with you. Yeah. How nobody wants to teach anymore. Nobody wants to do anything anymore. Did you know that there's no place out there that's ran 24 hours mm-hmm. anymore? Except for the gas station by my house. There's no more, uh, we don't, We never close? Walmart's closes at 11. Yeah. Wegmans closes at 12. But you know what, do they really need us? Does, does, is anybody making a two in the morning run to Target? Well, think about Walmart? that. Like, but think about that, though. Like, that used to be a thing. After the pandemic, there's no more 24 hours. Yeah, but I think it's smart. Like I said, I have never gone into Wegmans or uh, I have. Wegmans, yeah, like midnight. I made a few Wegmans runs, but I'm not going into a Walmart at 1 in the morning or 2 in the morning. What am I going to be like, dude, I need a I, I, I need a, a well, knockoff you, Bills jersey. You can. You just have to be prepared for what you're going to see. <laughs> You walk into Wegmans at 2 in the morning, you're about to see some stuff. Yep. But I feel like we should talk about sports since it is kind of a sports show. Draft coming up this week, this Thursday. Are you excited? No, I don't watch the draft. Come on. All I, I don't. All really? I, all, yeah. All I, know, I love the draft. Shut up. All I know is, <laughs> <laughs> listen, man, do you know how hard it is for me to spit out words? I need to say it when I think about it. <laughs> say elementary. No, I can't. <laughs> well, that's not the thing. I can say elementary just fine, but 
according to my therapist, I have slow speech, which means I have fast thoughts, but I can't keep up with them. So, anyways, all I heard about the draft is that Kansas City moved up past us to get flowers in the draft. They haven't made a move yet. Yes, they have. When? Today. Who did they trade? I don't know, but they they moved up spots, so they're ahead of us now to go get flowers. No. Yeah. I heard that there was rumors that they were that they might do that. You heard that there was rumors. Well, who did they trade? What team did they trade with? I don't know. Well, you better look that up on the Google machine there. Can what do I look up? Kansas Kansas City draft trade or Kansas City trade? Kansas City moving up. I don't think they did. I know there were rumors that they wanted to go up and that they were thinking of maybe getting Zay Flowers in front of us or that Smith and Jigba. But I don't think they actually made a trade. The only trade I heard about today is Aaron Rodgers is officially a New York Jet, which I think is hilarious. And I think it's going to be fantastic that the Jets are still going to miss the playoffs. Um, That franchise is just a joke. With the Jets? Yeah. I really think the Jets are promising. They're promising, but why are you why are you getting um Oh, Kansas City did not make a trade. Are you sure? I'm positive. It would have shown up. The last trade I see on here is what they traded for Kadarius Tony. Oh. There's thoughts that they might move up. Okay, all right. Well, if they do move up, if they do decide to do that, to surpass us, to try to go get Flowers, do you think that that warns us to go get Hopkins? Listen, I think no matter what, they should go get Hopkins. I think even if the board fell to them where no receiver has been taken, Bills are drafting, what, 27th? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. yeah. Even if... Every receiver is on the board still, and Buffalo has their pick of the of the litter at 27, I would still make the Hopkins trade. Why wouldn't you? I get it. Future, future, future. How about your he's future old. is now? Yeah. How about Hopkins will still get you? He's, only, he's either turning 30 or he just turned 30. So that's he not, is turning thirty. So that's not old. Old. He hasn't fallen off the map. He's still even even after a suspension of what seven games last year, six games last year. He still put up big numbers with a terrible quarterback in Kyler Murray. Um, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you pair him with Diggs? Keep Davis. Fine. Keep him in the slot. Keep Shakir in the slot. Why wouldn't you pair those two top receivers and let Allen do work? Who are you going to double cover as a secondary? You can't double cover them both. They both have the speed to take off a defense up top. They're both great route route runners. They're both all pro receivers. Then at that point, you have a wide receiver combo that's comparable to Cincinnati's. In yeah. Chase and uh, Higgins. Do they still have Boyd, too? 
They still have Boyd, who is a hell of a number three. Yeah. Um, didn't do well for me in fantasy, but yeah. You didn't. Nobody did well for you in fantasy this year. I got. I got. I got absolutely. Did you win a game? Janked. Yeah, I won games. Here's the problem. I had the second overall draft pick, and I decided to pick Jonathan Taylor. Can yeah, you bl- can smart. you blame me though? This was the second year in a row in this year or in that in the the podcast draft. Last year I had the last year we had the twelfth pick. Or no, we had the eleventh pick. We had the last pick. We did have the last pick. This year, again, I had the <laughs> last pick. Who did you pick Shady. for who did you pick for the first one? Like um, Did I go Rogers? I don't know. You might have. But speak, I made the playoffs. Speaking of which, the funny thing is, like, I just saw this thing on Facebook saying, Aaron Rodgers went to bed last night, the best quarterback in his division. He woke up, now the second worst quarterback in his division. You think Tua is better than him? Yes. No. Yes. Tua is not going to make it through a season. Tua, right now, on paper, is better than Aaron Rodgers. No. Yes. I would... Allen's by far the top of that division. We're not talking about the top. We're talking about the second best. I would rather have if, if I don't care what team. If you told me who do you want as your quarterback, Aaron Rodgers or Tua, <laughs> I would pick Rodgers. Tua's not going to last. Tua's going to Aaron Rodgers is going to last the entire season. But I feel like Tua will do better than Aaron Rodgers when they're both playing. Aaron Tua will get, Now if we're talking fantasy, Tua will get you the fantasy numbers because he's going to run for 30, 40 yards a game. If Tua was playing but against Rogers, Aaron Rodgers, I would put Tua on to win. No. Yes. No. Yes. Rodgers is still going to get you a minimum of 300, 275 to 300 yards a game and probably a touchdown. I'm not talking about fantasy. I'm saying even in a, even in a game. Are you kidding me? Even in even let's let's put it this way. If Josh Allen got hurt and we could sign either Tua or Aaron Rodgers, I'm banging the drum that they sign Aaron Rodgers. Why? I don't want Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was crap last year. He's two years removed from a or a year removed from being a two time MVP. Okay, but he didn't make it this year. True. But Tua is removed from what? Exactly. Concussion protocol? Exactly. Having a couple good games. When he was playing, when he was 100%, he was on fire and you would not be able to stop him. I'm sorry. So compared to Aaron Rodgers, yeah, Aaron Rodgers played all all seasons. But mm -mm. if, first of all, the Bills were the team that really knocked him out. And if it wasn't 335 degrees in Miami that day, Buffalo would have beat them. Miami was... If Tua played us in the playoffs, I feel like we would have lost that game. No. We played like crap that game. We did, but their quarterback was no slouch either. I think we still win. We almost lost to a to a quarterback named Skyler. Yeah, I know. We almost lost to a third-string quarterback. So their first string, who was playing for an MVP caliber season... Was... He was not having an MVP caliber season. Pump the brakes there. He was pump the brakes at, at he, the end of that seat. At the end of that season, Josh Allen was not playing. The no, same way. but if you if Tua would not have missed the game, Tua doesn't make top five in that voting, and you know it. Well, Josh Allen didn't win it either, so no, he didn't. Tua would not have made top five. I'm just saying, I don't think 
I as I mean, like, I don't want the, the Dolphins to do well, but I have to admit that Tua was looking pretty scary this past year. No. In fact, I think the Dolphins are due for a big fall. I don't What do you mean they're due? They haven't They're gonna have a big fall. They're gonna fall out of the playoffs. They only made the playoffs for the first time since what was it, like 2000, 2017? Listen, we're from the Bills. We shouldn't be talking about drafts or droughts, rather. So but. I'm not, like, I have no problem. All right, real quickly, we'll do, uh, off the top of your head, name the playoff teams this year. Of the AFC? AFC. We'll just do AFC playoff teams. Chiefs, Bengals. Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, I think, are a given. All three division winners. Um, Jaguars. In the South, I think you got to go Jacksonville again. Um, um, if Indy can ever find a quarterback, maybe. Or if Tennessee hits on a quarterback, maybe. But I think you got to go, by default, you got to go Jacksonville. Yeah. So those, I, I agree, those are your four division winners in Jacksonville, Buffalo, KC, and uh, Cincinnati. Um, so how many spots does it leave? Two for wild cards? Three. Three? Um I still think the Chargers in the West. Yeah, a lot of people think that the Steelers will, but I don't think so. No, they're who's going to be their quarterback? I don't know. Kenny Pickett is not the answer. Um, uh, if Lamar goes back to the Ravens, no, I think he. I think they're a playoff team Mm-mm. with OBJ, and they've still got a decent defense, decent enough defense. I think they. they so could so Ravens, and then we just got one more spot. Then. Um, Nobody from the South. Um, the Jets. Raiders would, are gone because there's no there's no Derek Carr. There's no quarterback anymore. Don't they have Garoppolo? Where did Garoppolo go? Oh yeah, they do have Garoppolo. So Garoppolo to Adams? Do you think? I don't know, but Jimmy G's another one. Can he stay healthy? When's the last time he finished a whole season? He finished out the season. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No. Um, I also don't think uh, Trey Lance is the answer. No, Trey Lance is I don't kind of. He, a, I think he's a bust now. I don't think San Francisco even wants him anymore. No. Um. Let's see. Nobody in the South. I don't think the Ravens. I think from the North. The Jets. I do feel. The, do the Jets make the playoffs with Rodgers? I think they're better than Miami. I still say Miami squeaks it in. My, I'm I'm gonna go with as your wild card. I'm gonna go with Baltimore, the Jets, and the Chargers. Right. Those are my three wild cards. Who are you who are you choosing? I guess the Chargers, Chargers, Dolphins, and I guess the Jets. I guess. So you're thinking two, three teams from the AFC? Yeah. Or AFC East? Yeah. Okay. It's going to be a hard division. I thought you were going to choose Raiders. No. I thought you were going to choose the Raiders. I don't know. I don't see the Raiders as a competent organization yet. I don't, sadly. Truly. Um the thing is though, is like I the, the the whole the whole joke about me rooting for the Detroit Lions, which actually turned into an actual belief of mine, half of their team is out of game suspensions now. I just saw that and I was thinking. So that that kind of 
Curbs what is it? Idea. Two of the, two of their wide receivers and one of their running backs. I yeah, think. is out for six games, which is such a stupid concept. Listen, how are you? I I don't understand how some of these multi million dollar athletes can be so stupid. They're not being stupid, dude. Don't do it at work. The the. They didn't get the the Detroit Lions guys didn't get uh, suspended for no because they did it in the facility. Don't do it at work. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Come I, on, I heard this on WGR this morning, and it's like they want their players to be at the facility as much as possible, either if they have to be there or on their free time. So ideally, I mean, like, but um, but you know, what is the like why? Why is it a problem that you make a bet at your job? What's the problem with getting paid multi-million, like millions of dollars, and somebody says, dude, you cannot bet games at work. Bet them at home all you want. Bet them at the golf course. Bet them wherever. Don't bet them on our facility. Why, okay. Why only six games? Kelvin Ridley got like an entire year. Well, I think that's wasn't it. Kelvin Ridley though actually bet on NFL games. Yeah. And these guys didn't. Oh yeah, they were betting on um, what was it like college? No. College football and I think basketball or something else. They're betting on college football, but college football hasn't even started yet. And maybe it was basketball. Well, I think this all happened. This had to have happened during the season. No, this happened just recently. No, I know the suspensions came out. But I think when they actually bla- placed oh. the bets, it was during the season. Maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, like. Yeah, I think Ridley Ridley didn't bet on Falcons games. He was putting. But I think he, he put money on NFL games. He was putting parlays down on games. Yeah. But he again, was out on injury, too, wasn't he? He took, like, a mental health break yeah, or something. So he was out already, and he was betting. So he wasn't even betting in the facility. He was betting at home, but on the games. Not the Falcons games, but other games. Yeah. Which, at that point, I still don't see it as... Because he wasn't betting on his own team's games. He was betting on other people's games, how he had nothing to do with them. Still, it's just not a good look. Why? Because the NFL is promoting gambling? No, they are. Exactly. But I'm just So what's the problem? Listen, again, if you have a job... Let's put it this way, Matt. If I gave you a job today and said, Matt... You will get paid millions of dollars. You will have fame to do this job. It's yours. The only thing, you cannot gamble on NFL games anymore. And if you want to gamble on other games, that's fine. Just don't do it at a facility. What are you going to do? Got to say I'm going to go gamble. <laughs> Dude, that you are the biggest. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it's it's. I mean, come on. All I know is that the 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 charge the charger the uh the lions were very promising, mm-hmm. but now they kind of have a setback, unfortunately. But were any of those guys really like their starters, or were they like just kind of like uh, role players or like borderline? What was it? One of them was like Williams. Jamal Williams, yeah. Jamal Williams, I don't feel but, like. I mean, like he sticks out in my head, but you know the other ones don't. Yeah, but even him, he was, he wasn't a starter, wasn't it? DeAndre Swift was a starter, or is the starter more? Yeah, 
I don't know. I figured they can recover from him, but I still like the Lions. So do I. Um, I'll be honest. I think the Lions are going to win the division. I hope so. I hope the Lions do very well to this year. Quick before we get into our hot seat questions, we'll do the we'll do the NFC, I guess, real quick. Division winners, wild card teams. I'll pick the Lions to win the with Lions to win the North. Yep. Um, to win the East, uh, you still got to say Philly. Yep. Philly's going to win the East. Uh, Lions will win the North. The West. Uh, the West is going to be interesting. I think. I think San Francisco. Their defense is just too good. I think San Francisco is going to win. Uh, the West and the South. Ooh, the South is going to be an awful division this year. <laughs> Most of the NFC is awful. The South is going to be an awful division this year. Um. The Saints? Yeah, the Saints could have a possible... I'm going to say the Saints. I'm going to give a shout-out to Mike Warner, an old buddy of mine from college. He was a big Saints fan. I'm going to say the Saints. You don't think that um, Sean Payton and uh, Russell Wilson will do anything with the Broncos? Nope. They're going to do the same thing that Russell Wilson did with the Broncos this year. Nothing. Broncos country? That's right. Um, And then wild card. Who you got wild card? That's right. Broncos country. That's um, I don't know. I don't really focus on the NFC. Um, Seattle. Seattle can make it in. Seattle will make a wild card. Seattle will make a wild card. I think the Giants will make a wild card. Oh, yeah. Giants, definitely. And um, I don't know. Vikings? No. Vikings are toast. I'll say Dallas, even though I hate it. I'll say three teams come out of the NFC East. I think that's a that's the the only thing I would differ with you in opinion would be Vikings. I feel like Vikings are definitely still gonna make it just because they have a, they are a good regular season game like team. They were lucky as all hell last. I know, year. but still, good regular season game team. Just playoffs are bad. I think they. I think they were exposed by the end of the year. I think they'll be exposed in this. I, they got Jefferson. Cook. Even Cook is a little bit washed. No. That's it. Cook is still good. Cook still cooks. <clears throat> Russ don't cook. No. Bronco country. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Broncos country. All right. Hot seat questions. Let's go. Broncos country. All right. That's right. Um, hot seat question number one. Watermelon, honeydew, or... Just regular, like, um, what is the other one? Cantaloupe? Cantaloupe. Just the melons. I'm, I pref- I'm going cantaloupe. I prefer watermelon. I don't like the taste or the smell of honeydew or cantaloupe. Ha- honeydew and cantaloupe, I feel like, are, are very similar. They are very similar, and they ruin fruit salads. No, I love cantaloupe. Now, it can't be, it's got to be, it can't be a mushy. It can't be a mushy it cantaloupe. A firm. It's got to be a firm cantaloupe. Okay. I like my melons firm. Firm melons. Um... I'm going to say cantaloupe. Okay. Honeydew. See, I, watermelon I like, but watermelon just gets, you got the seeds, you got the just, it's, well, watermelon. Get the ones with the white seeds. Yeah, even that. I ain't be that way. I'm going to say cantaloupe. All right. All right. Question two. Um, Favorite cereal? 
Oh, okay. Ah, I'm I'm a big cereal guy. This could be tough. Um, if you have to, you can do like your top two. If you can't decide, even that. <laughs> There's so much. Um, hmm. I guess I guess I'm kind of at, at this point I'm kind of torn between cinnamon toast crunch, uh, CT, and golden grams. Golden grams are also pretty good. Um, CT crunch. I'm gonna say golden grams. All right. I mean, I could also do cocoa puffs, cocoa pebbles, fruity pebbles. Um, I was gonna say cocoa pebbles is mine. Cocoa pebbles is yours again. Now. Do you put anything on the cocoa pebbles? No. Oh, uh, dude, listen and don't knock it. You're gonna think it's you're gonna think it's disgusting or overload. Either one of two things I've put on cocoa pebbles and it is amazing. I'll either put like the the Nestle Quick, but like the powdered Nestle Quick, oh my gosh, and like mix it lot. in with there. It is fantastic. Or I'll do um, the Hershey syrup. That's a lot, but it is. Outstanding. All right, but yeah, cocoa pebbles are pretty, pretty hardcore. Plus, with the Nestle Quick, it makes it a little more crunchy. Just good. <laughs> All right, but I'm, I'll I'll stick with Golden Grams. All right, uh, favorite summer's coming up soon. So favorite barbecue food, favorite summer food, I guess burger, burger, cheeseburger, right. burger, just plain burger, like burger and what on it? Cheeseburger, but the patty is seasoned with um, steak, Montreal steak seasoning. Ooh. That's my favorite. And then put some A1 steak. So get a burger, provolone cheese, A1 steak sauce on the burger, okay. some nice crisp lettuce, and then get some french fries and put it on top. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So no onion, no tomato? Not a big tomato or onion guy. See, I'm not a tomato guy, but I would put, I would, I would do that exact same burger, maybe a little onion on top. Okay. But get the bun. You got you to gotta grill the bun, too. Now, here's what I've been doing. Lately, I've been doing... Uh, the lettuce bun. Interesting. So, so there's no bun bun. So there's no bun bun. I've been trying to get away with, like, uh, not necessarily for, like, carbs, but trying to, like, get away from, like, gluten and stuff. So I'll I'll do the lettuce bun. And even, like, if you go to Red Robin or any places like that, you can actually order it with a lettuce bun on there. Really? Yeah. You can substitute lettuce bun. It is good. And honestly, I think it makes the burger taste better. Interesting. So there's a little tip. Try a little lettuce bun. On a burger. But, yeah, I'm definitely uh, – I love my burgers, but I got to go ribs all day. Yeah, There's, I know you like your ribs. I, I got to go ribs all day. <laughs> yeah. Um, in fact, I'm actually – it's a sad day. I'll be getting rid of my uh, my smoker. Why? Um, it's just it, – it's time. It's it's many, many years old. It's just – it's time to upgrade. Oh, you're getting a new one? I'm going to get a new one. Oh, I okay. just got to figure out what new one I'm going to get. I, I don't know if I'm just getting rid of your smoke. No, 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 no. I don't want to. I don't know if I want to get another digital one. I don't know if I want to go just all uh, where I do it manual and put the fire or the the pellets and all that stuff in the bottom. Um, you don't know how committed you want to get to it. Yes. Fair. So we'll. Uh, but a new smoker is coming nice. very soon. Okay. All right. Question four. Um. Let's see. Are you a Nesquik guy, or because you said Nesquik, so am I? Are you a Nesquik guy, or are you like put chocolate syrup in milk and then mix it around, guy? If I'm having chocolate milk, I'm Nesquik all day. Really? I think it just makes it taste better. 
I think it just it it dissolves in there better. I don't know. Even as a kid, I was always a Nesquik guy, all day long. Interesting. Okay. How okay. about you? I guess I don't really remember Nesquik, so I, I guess I'm just like the chocolate syrup and milk kind of dude. I was gonna say, do they even still have the powdered Nesquik anymore? Yeah, I saw it at Walmart this morning. Beautiful. Oh yeah, they have it like in. They also have it in like strawberry. Yeah, I. Mm-mm. They have. I know they've got like uh, I'm not a strawberry. I'm not and a they strawberry used to have vanilla. Guy. Yeah. No strawberry milk. I like strawberry milk shakes, but strawberry milk. No, it's just it. It. It's didn't not right. Taste good at all. It's not right. I agree. <laughs> all right, last one, number five. Um, all right. Um, one sporting event that you'd want to go to. One sporting event? Like, if you could only go to one sporting event this year. We'll say, like, all the, like, Hort, like Kentucky Derby. We'll bring everything out. Kentucky Derby, NASCAR, um, uh, Super Bowl, uh, Stanley Cup, um, Oh, Stanley NBA. Cup Finals. Even if the Sabres aren't into it? Yeah. Or aren't in it? Yeah, no. I still feel it would be crazy. Soccer games, anything? I've been like to a soccer World game. Cup? No. Listen, if I had a chance to go to... I'm, I'm going to the next World Cup. Like, I don't So care. am I. But, I I'm mean, like, tickets. that's just a lot. If you go to the World... Like, that's that's a huge... That's a lot of people. Um, I'd prefer to go to, um, like, the NHL. Like That'd be cool. Yeah, finals. What about Kentucky Derby? Have you been? No, I'm not a big horse person. I heard they're a ton of fun. It, they're fun. It's a bunch of day drinking, and it's like... That is true. You have to dress up in very kind of like ritzy clothing, and then like you're sitting around for a horse race that's only one race around the track, and that's it. So you sit there, you drink for, for like three, four hours, you watch a horse race that lasts maybe five minutes, and then you're like... Well, yeah, but there's a whole bunch of horse races that day. It's yeah. not like it's just one race. I just don't feel like I'd fit in with the crowd. That that I agree. I might not fit in with the crowd, especially the infield. Apparently, it does get nuts. And oh, I'm not hello. a huge drinker. Hello. You and your mint julep. Can, can I get you another drink, sir? It's like, yeah, you got Blue Moon? No, Budweiser. Now, one thing I could think would be fun would be a NASCAR, like the Daytona 500. I can't. That's so many laps to sit around just watching cars drive. No, I think it would be fun for the parties. Oh, like not that I'm a not that I'm a huge drinker or huge partier, <laughs> but I definitely think like that's where you're going there for pure entertainment. I want to see track. a wreck. Like you'd want to see a wreck, but I'm talking about there'd be <laughs> there'd be wrecks like. Off the track wrecks, like I mean, like <laughs> people, people wrecks, people. non-car wrecks. Look at that wreck! Re- Stories hasn't started. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> that, like, I think would be like just fun. Like, I could just see like that being like Animal House or something. Like that would just be like da na na da na 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 na. I love that movie. All time classic. Great movie. Did you see the? Um, uh, not Animal House, but the the movie about the guy who made Animal House, Netflix. Yeah, um, I forgot what it was called, but you know the the documentary I was talking about about yeah. Doug Kenny. Yeah, I thought that was fantastic. I thought it was great. Animal House is a National Lampoon movie, right? 
It is. Yeah. And I didn't realize the guy who made it, Doug Kinney, was like a, uh, he was a Harvard graduate. The two guys who started the National Lampoon were Harvard graduates. Oh, yeah. And now look what they came up with. Well, the one guy's dead. Oh, yeah. But was Caddyshack not? No, Caddyshack wasn't. Yeah. Caddyshack was Doug Kinney. Was it? Yep. He was... Bill Murray in that movie is fantastic. Yep. <laughs> and then Doug Kenny just went and killed himself. Well, they think. He just fell off of a... He fell off of a mountain or a, a cliff or whatever in Hawaii. Oh, wow. What a way to go. But... All right. Speaking of when time it is to go... Wow, no, that's dark. <laughs> that, that that was dark. That's as dark, dark as Southpaw. Yeah, honestly. Um, we will uh, wrap things up here. The next episode, we'll have uh, we'll have a new Bills, new Bills players to talk about. Whether oh, yeah. it's the uh, new rookies or hopefully DeAndre Hopkins, new I, quarterback. No, I'm thinking Hopkins is by the time by the time we are back on the air for our podcast. Hopkins is a Bill. Yes or no? So that's next Monday when we tape. Hopkins is a bill. No. Yes or no? No. I'll do a gentleman's bet of a dollar. Dollar bet that he's a bill. I think it's happening. All right. Tune in next week to make sure you see who wins that big dollar bet. Me or or Matt Keto. Make sure you also check us out on our Facebook page, on our YouTube, on our Instagram at Stories from the Sidelines. And make sure, of course, you tune in next week for another exciting episode of Stories from the Sidelines.